Welcome to the Retro Photo Film Podcast, where we break down 50 years of film and digital photography with a true Renaissance man. Grab your favorite darkroom snack. It's time to talk photography with your host, Al Tallene. Hi, this is Al. Welcome to my podcast. Today, you're going to have a good time listening to the crazy story of the Beaner Babes. In 1994, I was traveling the country photographing for the upcoming book that I was doing called Rendezvous, Back to a Simpler Time. So I was spending a lot of time at rendezvous all over the country. This time I was in Red Lodge, Montana, and it's a small rendezvous, but a really nice one. And Red Lodge is a great place to be. It's just a small little fun town. As I traveled to all these different rendezvous, the people that I made friends with the most, because they were the ones who were at every rendezvous, were the traders. The traders were the backbones of the whole rendezvous because what they had was what's called Trader's Row. And you'd walk up and down this, and on both sides of you, there were traders selling all their wares from cloth goods to moccasins to guns to clothing and, and hats and you name it. They were selling everything you needed to have at rendezvous or to stock up on the things that you needed to uh, have a nice rendezvous. A group of the traders got together and said, you know, Al, we'd like to go out and have you photograph us. So we're going to spend a day. Our wives will take care of the trade tents and uh, we'll go out and spend a day photographing. And I went, okay, that'd be great. So I grabbed my four by five camera and my two and a quarter camera and my 35 millimeter camera, all the paraphernalia that I had, and we headed off. We went out to a bar and we photographed there and then we went to a cabin, photographed there, and it was a great day. But at the end of the day, when we came back, the wives were like, okay, we've been working all day long and we're tired of being here and you guys getting all of the great photographs. So they said, tomorrow, we're going to spend the day with Al and we're having our pictures taken. And so they did. That day started off going to like the four or five different places that were in the neighborhood of the Red Lodge. One, we went to the bar, the same bar that the gentlemen were at, and we photographed them in the bar. And then later on, we went to a farm where I have a wooden fence, and that's the one that we're going to be talking about today, and photographed them there. And then a little later on, we went to a stream where we photographed them, and that became known as the nymphs because they were all splashing and playing in this little stream and these six ladies. It was actually just a really great day. The ladies wanted to be known as the Beaner Babes. They actually had a concho made up with their symbol on it as the Beaner Babes. And the Beaner Babes, the name comes from Beaner, was anyone who was from the Southwest Mexico. And it didn't have to be Mexican. They just had to be from the Southwest Territories there. They wore these fancy clothes and they had this wonderful jewelry. So it was a whole lifestyle that they kind of made with the Beaners. So it wasn't a negative name. It was a good name. Since they all considered themselves as babes, and they were very good-looking ladies, they said, we're going to be the Beaner Babes. They took with them on this day trip their great outfits that they loved the most and uh, their guns, their knives, their rifles, beautiful hats. You're looking at a picture of them standing next to a wood rail fence and a tub full of flowers. And they are as typical in a Western setting. Everyone likes to show their 
weapon of choice. They show their guns and they show it's kind of like a female machoism and a male machoism. It's like, here I am. I've got guns and look how cool I look with my guns and I use guns and I got knives. That's what you're looking at is this picture of these six ladies standing there displaying their weapons. One has two pistols and one has a shotgun and and uh, one has another shotgun and pistol and knives. They're very serious. But as you look at their clothing and you look at how wonderfully decked out they are, they had beautiful jewelry. And you also look at their feet. You can see that there are several of them that have moccasins. Everything that they are wearing, they actually made themselves or one of the ladies in the photograph, her husband, actually was the cloth supplier, the fabric supplier. And so he went to the mills in the south and got all the fabric that you had, you needed to make good clothing with. And uh, then he started making clothing. So he had a clothing line. Another lady in the group, her husband was the hat maker. So he made all, not all the hats that they're wearing because there's three of them there that are wearing really cool uh, straw sombrero type hats. And then the other three are wearing hats that were probably made by uh, him. The leather that they're wearing, where they've got their moccasins and their jackets, those are, again, clothing that they made. They would buy the hides, take them, strip them, and make them into these wonderful, soft, leathery clothes. They not only were just pretty pictures and pretty ladies, they were actually industrious women making things and doing things to make this rendezvous and all the other rendezvous that they went to pleasant and fun and enjoyable. So they made fancy duds and clothes so that they could look really sharp, and they did. That's why I loved spending the day photographing it, because each time they brought out a new set of <laughs> duds to photograph, it's like, yeah, okay, this one looks really good. This is awesome. The day was spent, and it was a long day. Not that it was long because it took so long to photograph. It's just that I think we did spend the whole day. We started out about nine in the morning and never came home until about seven o'clock at night, traveling to these different spots, photographing, setting up. And depending on where I was, I even had taken uh, a lighting setup with me so that I could shoot with a strobe. And so I did. I set up a strobe and I photographed them. This particular one was outside. I didn't have to have it. I used natural light. Even at the uh, stream, I used the strobe to light because we had so much shadow going on there by the stream and the trees and everything. So, uh, you know, there are tricks that we, we, I needed to use to get the good look that I wanted for the photographs. Now, as we ended this day with these six ladies, uh, we <laughs> went back to camp and the husbands who had been there all day long taking care of the trade tents were like, Okay, so we want to know what happened all day long. Where how come you were gone longer than we were gone longer? And where have you been? And what have you been doing? And Now, this is a time of film, so there weren't any photographs to show them. I didn't shoot any Polaroids at this particular shoot. So they're like, okay, what kind of pictures did you take? What did you do? I was like, well, just normal pictures, kind of like what you guys did and same things. And they were like, so <laughs> the women were like, we're not saying a thing to you what happened. What went on all day was our business, and uh, you'll get to see what uh, everything looked like when Al gets back and develops the film and, and makes the photographs. Lesbians didn't 
really like that too much. So they were bugging me all night long, like, okay, what were the pictures like? What did you do? Where did you take? So the, the, the ladies actually grouped around me at one point and said, all right, we're tired of you guys bugging him. You're not to ask him any more questions. You're not to do anything. So they made it all more mysterious than it really was, which really set the husbands off. And they were like dying to know what I had shot. And they thought, okay, maybe he's been shooting some really good sneaky photographs. And it's like they were really, really kind of anxious about everything. And so for the rest of the evening, these ladies and I just kind of hung around together because wherever I went, they were following because their husbands were trying to corner me and uh, <laughs> coerce me into telling them what photographs I took, even though we just had taken basically the same kind of photographs that they had taken. And so there was just a female version of their gunfighter photos. You'll see in some of my other posts that I have made on Instagram, I have put pictures there of the gunfighter outfits that they were wearing in the bar and in the lodge and different places. So it was just the, again, the female version of it all. But they really did not want to listen to that. They wanted to know the spicy stuff that happened when nothing spicy happened. But their wives would not let that go. So they kept building it up and building it up. And uh, they offered me money. They offered me food. They threatened me. Okay, we're going to take you out. We're going to have so-and-so here, the big guy. He's going to break an arm or a leg or something. So you tell us. And uh, just, but again, the women were right there to my rescue and making sure. So I kept their husbands crazy, busy, trying to figure out what was really happening and what didn't. So all in all, it really was a great day. I was very anxious, and that's the wonderful part about digital is that you can see what you have done instantly and look at it and go, wow, I captured it. I'm good. I got the great exposure. I got the right lighting. Everything is nice. So you move on. With film, we all had to wait until we took it back and processed it. The fun part about that was, or I guess fun or difficult, but when you come back with 20 or 30, 40 rolls of film, you don't process all of it at the one time because there have been times, and I am one who is guilty of that, I took like 15 rolls of film in one time years and years earlier to a processor to have them process them for me. And that night, the processor went down and I lost all 15 rolls. And what they do is say, oh, sorry about your pictures that you lost. Here's 15 more new rolls of film. Thanks. And that's it. When I came back, I would process two or three rolls of film at a time. But by this time, I was processing my own film. I would process two or three at a time, make sure that I got the exposures. I mean, I could, the time's right for my development. Then I'd finally get through all the rolls. It was a longer process, but it was a way of making sure that I had done it correctly and I didn't lose any photographs. After everything was processed and I started making proof prints and photographs, I was elated in the fact that the images that I had set out to capture I had done and I had made these ladies look good and the gentleman the day before I had done the same thing. They all looked good and rough and tough. And But now here we are all these years later and some of these people have passed on. The photographs stay there showing the beauty of these ladies, their clothing, and the spirit of women in rendezvous. 
So it was a, it's great to, to look back all these years later and say, wow, that was beautiful and capture it. The one thing that I love is that I shot all of this on film. Now I can take that film, go back into my darkroom, which I have a full darkroom, and I can print these photographs in black and white on my enlarger, and they look the same as they did in 1994 when I printed them for the first time. That's the beauty of having a negative. I love film and I love shooting it. I still shoot film and I still process film and I still print in my darkroom. I set aside one day a week so that I can spend time in there and just have a good time listening to music and enjoying the whole ambiance of the darkroom itself. That I totally love. Now, in case you're wondering how everything turned out, all of the husbands were very, very good friends of mine, so nothing actually really happened except they had a good time. I did photograph each one of the women individually, so they all got great portraits of their wives, and both of them, husband and wife, have these great days that they remember at Red Lodge, Montana. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun living it <laughs> and telling the story. So pop back in again and, and listen to another story. You have been listening to the Retro Photo Film Podcast. Follow Al on Instagram at Retro Photo Film to see all his latest photos and learn more about the stories behind the photos.